Welcome to the Audacious Living Podcast, hosted by my man, Audley Stevenson, the odd man. He'll unpack wisdom and insights from a cross-section of top quality performers in business, media, sports, entertainment, and lifestyle to uncover key elements to help you live your best audacious life ever. So without further ado, here is The Odd Man. Greetings and salutations. Thanks for joining me on another edition of the Audacious Living Podcast, where our continued goal is to help you live your best audacious life ever. Happy to be here for another bonus episode of the podcast as we continue to celebrate and recognize Black History Month in February. Now, the, the month has been all sorts of great events have been taking place. Lots of things have happened. I've spoken at a few events myself, uh, and it's been really good uh, to see the, the sharing, the celebration and the recognition of, of, of an achievements of black Canadians uh, here in Canada. Uh, the vibes have been positive and it's been super awesome considering sort of all the, the unrest that's gone on the last several months or last year, really. Uh, we're really proud of the fact that we've been able to do our part here on the podcast by bringing insights and perspectives uh, from our guests as well as uh, historical contributions that we've shared online and social media. Speaking of social media, here's your opportunity to stay connected with us on our Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook pages. Please like, follow, and share. Uh, you can also subscribe to our YouTube channel by clicking on that subscribe button uh, right below. Now, as the conversations continue, I'm pleased to be joined by a young woman uh, who will offer up her perspective as a black female immigrant coming to Canada here from Ghana at a young age. Uh, her name is Mame Dahir, and uh, you know she approached me a while back about wanting to talk about uh, audaciousness and talk about the great things going on in her world. Uh, if you think about it, uh, coming here at a young age, having to educate herself and, and uh, get acclimated to new way of life as an immigrant uh, is not an easy thing and Mame definitely did that uh, she's a great energy great to talk to uh, she offers wonderful experiences uh, in, in, in sort of in, in this present context this present world we talk about racism we talk about her role in the government uh, she has some really cool work that she's doing right now with Health Canada uh, that's focusing on mental health uh, within the black community plus she offer, also offers up some pretty good advice in terms of overcoming challenging moments. Uh, she was awesome to talk to, and I'm gl so glad that she was here. But I'm equally glad that I can share this conversation with all of you. So without further ado, here is Mame to hear. Enjoy. Hey, Mame, how are you? Nice to have you back, man. Hello, Audley. Um, it's a pleasure to be here on your podcast. How are you doing today? Think, think, things are good. Things are good. You know, we're living that audacious way of living, right? So That's right. Um, <laughs> so it's the brand. I got to stick with it, right? That's the brand. So my only answer can be I'm living an audacious life. <laughs> Loving it. You know what's so funny? Yeah. I think... Um, subconsciously I've actually taken that word audacious because today I was just pondering and reflecting over a lot of things uh -huh. and I remember I actually read a scripture in the bible of a young woman who was very bold yes. um I, I forgot her name but you know what I remember at the end of our podcast and bring it back but she long story short she demonstrated 
um, a trait of being very audacious. And if I can, you can permit me to use a few minutes to share her story. She she was basically um, married to this gentleman, and you know, in the in the olden days, I guess in the Bible. Um, when you, you you get married, you're giving sort of like a, a property or an asset to go with your husband. Right. And this lady, <laughs> it was so funny. Her father actually gave her a land. Okay. And it was when she got married to her husband that she realized that the land that her father gave her was a dry land. Gotcha. So that means that, you know what, she cannot grow crops. She oh, cannot right. do anything with the land. Yeah. So she told her husband, she was like, you know what, honey, I think I want to go back to my dad and demand what belongs to me. So she went to her dad and her dad had the audacity to say, um, what do you want? And she was like, um, well, the land you gave me was a dry land. So I'm coming back to demand a land that is fertile. Right. Her dad did not question it. And her dad gave her the fertile land. To me, that's the definition of audacious. Yeah. Because as a woman during that time, to be so bold and that's have right. that courage that's right. to confront your dad like that that's and right. know that whatever belongs to you, you're going for it. Yeah. Beautiful. So I was reflecting it on, on it today. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this goes well with the podcast. Well, it's, it's a really good illustration because ultimately, uh, and, you know, and so one of my core beliefs, if you will, it really comes down to the fact that, you know, the, the, we are meant to be bold. We are meant to do, so let me back up. Being bold, being bold allows you to do the things that you were meant to do, right? Absolutely. And when we hold ourselves back and not take that leap, that boldness, that leap of boldness, that leap of faith, whatever you want to call it, that we're actually limiting our own individual greatness. And a piece of that, that, that and, 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 you know, we'll, we'll get into your story a little bit in a second here, but I think a piece of that is when we live that bold, audacious life and we take mm -hmm. that step that we should be taking, mm -hmm. we actually not only doing it for ourselves, but we're doing it for other people as well. Absolutely. Right? People find inspiration in our actions. Uh, people look at what we've done and said, well, hey, I can do that too. So there's benefits on both sides of it. And I think maybe this is a good opportunity to talk about how your bold step, because I mean, in your world uh, of get, breaking the corporate world from a female, a black female, it's it's certainly not easy. And you've had to, I'm sure you've had your your fair share of, of bumps and obstacles and hiccups along the way, right? Absolutely. And before we continue on with that, I actually did a quick Google search because it was bothering me that I couldn't find her name. Her name is Ashsa. Okay. And I think her story is in the book of First Chronicles. So okay. anyone listening to this podcast, at your break time, just read First Chronicles and you see who I'm talking about. Okay. So moving on with your question, oddly, yes, absolutely. I mean, not only as a Black woman, being a Black immigrant woman from mm. Africa, there's been so many challenges that I've had to face, so many barriers I've had to break. Right. Being a first-generation immigrant and being the only woman in my family to ever graduate from, um, from university with a master's, it was right. a very big deal, you know? And also even in the corporate world as well, having to climb my way up and evidently seeing people trying to pull you down it was it was quite difficult but you know what above all things I believe that it it really shaped who I am it really sort of gave me a full view of my 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 giftings my calling and also um it shaped as I said it shaped my character to really lead me into where I I would say um, the path as to which God had created for me so yes I absolutely did have 
multiple challenges. What was so, so let, let's go back because I, I, I very much appreciate the fact that you brought the fact that you come to Canada as an immigrant. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's that that that, that in itself uh, presents all sorts of challenges, and right. uh, depending depending on the time of year you you come to the country, that could mean you know that could be something as well too in terms of winter when it's colder, where you may not necessarily be used to versus you know the hot summers. Um, what what was that transition like for you coming to Canada? Oh my goodness, so much. You know, I came to Canada at the age of 13. So as you know, when you hit 13, you are at that adolescent age. So physically and biologically, you're changing. You are you are transforming into this grown person. Obviously, you're not an adult in your teenage years, but you know, you are getting into the puberty stage. Sure. So not only was I changing in hormones and biologically and in all the ickles that you can think about, but then I also found myself in a completely new environment. I mean, coming from Af- from Ghana to North America, Canada to be specific, it was a huge cultural difference and a huge cultural shock. You know, um, when I came here, (laughs) I quite remember one particular story. On my first day of class, I, one of my classmates actually spazzed out on my teacher and she slammed the door. And my jaw literally dropped from my mouth to my feet. How was that girl? If that was Ghana, <laughs> I'll, I'll save the rest of the story. But you know, that was where the culture shock started sure. from. Sure. And I realized that, you know what, I'm up for a challenge. And, but it was good because now I had to learn adaptability. You know, I had to learn to adapt and get accustomed to a whole new culture, a whole new set of people, a whole new way of how things have Absolutely. done. So, Absolutely. yeah. It's a whole new life, right? And a whole new world, if you will. And uh, all these things are, again, even even the, the culture shock piece for a moment, that in itself is huge. And uh, to get accustomed to everything else, yeah. I can certainly see where, where that can be potentially challenging. Okay. So, so you know, you, 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 you educate yourself now, you're in school here. What, what are you thinking in terms of what you want to do in school? Do you have a clear picture of that? Or was that something you had to figure out as well? Yeah, so I actually recently graduated um, from school with my master's of public health. So thank you. Thank you. It's exciting. It was during COVID, but still, um, I had to make the best out of it. So I graduated approximately three months ago, which was in November 2020. I had to like clarify that because depending on whoever listens to this podcast and when, I wanted to let them know that I graduated in November 2020. Right. Right. I graduated with my master's in public health, where I specialize in social and behavioral health sciences. So based on that, God being so good, a month before I graduated, I landed a job at the government of Canada in the Public Health Agency of Canada. So I was able to, I'm working actually with the Mental Health for Black Canadians initiative, where we're using, you know, culturally responsive tools and approaches to help address some of the barriers that affects the mental health of Black Canadians. So this is where I currently find myself. So when so so when you look at the you know all the events and the social injustice from last summer as an example, mm-hmm. uh, this directly would feed into your work, wouldn't it? Oh, absolutely. I mean, we we approach it from an equity lens. 
right yep. um, everything that we do we're ensuring that we're having components that are very equitable with the way we deal with organizations with the way we approach some of the programs and projects that we have so without doubt and indubitably um, the occurrences especially with what happened last summer with the death of, of George Floyd my his precious soul rest in peace and all these other things that have been going on for decades and years do contribute to the type of what we do we do and and how we approach certain um, measures that we have as a team so what kind of challenges have you experienced sort of in the workplace as you're ascending up uh, you know up, up the you know up that corporate ladder if you will how, how has that been for you that journey you know what it's been I should say it's been a huge learning experience um, because currently I'm like the youngest person on my team and sometimes I found myself like kind of holding back. Am I doing too much? Am I saying too much? You know, but I'm so blessed to have an amazing team who are supportive, right. who want to see me grow, who are always there to, you know, pick me up when I'm, they see that I'm hesitant. So I, I would honestly say that currently with my job at the government, everyone is exemplary. Has that been the same story for me in the past? Hell no. <laughs> I mean, I've had a lot of ups and downs with my previous jobs where I have witnessed blatant racism. Like, this is not like, right. you know, microaggressions. This is sure. the blatant racism, you know, that I've experienced. So it's, it's, it's as, as I said, it's honestly helped me grow. And I like to look at it from the positive perspective. Sure. Yes, it happens, but it's part of life. That's what right. have I learned from it? How am I moving forward past it? So that's how I, I, I see it. So when you even talk about racism and sort of the, you know, you know one of the big sort of anti-racism strategies that exists is, is, is if you see something that's not right, that you've got to speak to it, right? Mm -hmm. Until we, uh, if you're talking about the number one strategy to address racism, it's, it's when you see it, speak to it. That in itself requires a level of boldness. That in itself requires a level of courageousness, even yeah. to a certain degree, because it's not always easy to 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 speak to. Mm -hmm. I wonder if you can comment on that. What you think about that? Absolutely. I mean, even being a black female, um, you know, sometimes we're branded as the angry black woman. Mm. So the moment you voice out your opinions, your consent, it's like, oh that other angry black lady, and so on and so forth. So absolutely, it's quite difficult. And it's even more difficult when you're scared that you speaking up is gonna cost you your job. Um, by me addressing this issues I'm seeing, um, would that mean that my manager would not like me anymore? Will I be treated differently? So it is, it is difficult to, you know, voice out certain things, especially when it comes to, you know, racism and so on. But I strongly believe that currently and I'm, I'm hoping that it's not just a one-time thing that the world is sort of you know shifting organizations yeah. are becoming more aware of their actions of their their own organizational structures and so on so i think even currently even organizations are on their toes so and more open-minded to such discussions so yeah yeah the, the awareness definitely is there i mean i you know what we're seeing right around the world, and, and you're absolutely correct in that there, there, there's a change uh, level of awareness is, is another level, if you will. Uh, mm -hmm. And it's, you know, so there is something different this time around because, you know, many of us have heard, you know, we're going to address it, we're going to do something about it, we're going to change it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, either the priorities change or the focus shifts to something else. 
and things are remaining the same. That's right. But, but, but you know, this is different. It, 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 it smells, it tastes, it feels different. That's and, right. And uh, all for the positive. And so, uh, uh, but, but I don't think uh, the, the job stops for any one of us, but, and regardless on what side of the table that you're sitting on, whether mm -hmm. you're on the receiving end or, or not, you still have to be able to address it. And, and again, that aspect of addressing involves, you know, using your own individual voice and, and, uh, and speaking up as things occur. Yes, I agree. Absolutely. So, uh, um, I, I guess I'm just wondering if, for yourself, if you, if you had a you know, point of advice or suggestion or something that you could say to someone that, you know, is dealing with the, their own individual challenges, whether it be in the workplace or maybe outside of it for that matter. Um, I think, you know, it, 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 in either instance, I think there's aspects where uh, we do face challenges, right? And we do run into situations where we've got to step up, if you will. Um, what, what, what do you think? Are there a couple of keys or a couple of things that you, you are find helpful? Absolutely. You know something, oddly, when always pose this question, I, I, I speak from experience. Yeah. And I know some people might disagree, but as you ask for my opinion, I'll speak based on my experience. There's always two sides to the coin. There's one side where when the challenges are detrimental to your well-being, and when I say detrimental, I mean this is a life and death situation. Absolutely. Let's say if you find yourself in an organization and you're being forced to take on a task or a role, or some of the occurrences and activities within that organization are putting you at risk, mm -hmm. absolutely leave. However, on the other hand, which has been based on my own experience, there is something that I've learned, and that is endurance. Endurance is one of the key things and key secrets to success. Yeah. You know, being a believer, um, the Bible really teaches about endurance. Sure. And in the book of James, you see where the Bible talks about how endurance produces perfect and complete results. And with endurance, you have faith and you tend to lack nothing. So using the same ideology within the, um, within the, 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 the organizational space, it's important that let's say you have a manager who is rude, who is mean, view it as a point of how am I going to grow from this situation? Um, because truthfully, you, you might meet worse people along the way. Right. And if you're not able to, you know, um, uh, uh, so how do I say, if this mountain is, is in front of you the and past. you're able to pass over the mountain right. or find a way around it, guess what? Right. Maybe you might try to sneak, sneak and, you know, ignore it, but there's another mountain that's waiting that's for right. you. You know, so, and that's what endurance does. Endurance builds character. Endurance makes you realize that, you know what, if you meet this challenge again in the future, it becomes so useful to you. You become desensitized to it where you're like, you know what, it's already built my character. Yeah, you build your resiliency, right? That's Absolutely. That's exactly what it is. I think that, and it's important that we run into these things and avoiding them doesn't build or, you know, get us stronger. It doesn't help us repair. It actually weakens us when we don't accept these challenges. So That's I have it. to agree with you. That's a Absolutely. Point. Absolutely. And it builds your character as well. I mean, sometimes I just sit there and when I reflect, Yep. on some of the horrible that's the word horrible work environment that I've had to be in and I ask myself should I have left 
will I be where I am today? And that's 100% no. Should I have left? Would I have known how to handle the situation? Absolutely not. So just going back to your question oddly, I strongly believe that if there's any advice, if there's any message I would give to anyone out there, it's to endure a little bit more, you know? Um, we're in a generation where we're so quick to give up. The least thing, we want to give up. Someone does something to us, we want to give up. Someone says something we don't like, oh, yeah, you're canceled, you know? And instead of us, you know, going on along with this cancel culture and, and feeling so sensitive about every little thing, Right. How about we build character by, you know, learning how to endure through the challenges that we face and sort of find that lesson out of it. So my take home message is, you know what, endure and build character through it. That'll be my take home message. Facts. I mean, what's the saying about the, the, the rough seas make skillful sailors or something mm. to that effect? But I mean, the point very much is that we don't, we don't get we don't get stronger. We get more resilient. We don't build our character more by not going or facing adversities or challenges or tough times for that matter. Uh, that we, we only can benefit from that. So I think that's a great point uh, to to close it on. Mommy, I, I'm, I'm so. What's that? I can add one more thing. I think whilst we're talking, like I got this. I, I don't know what it is. I don't want to call it a vision, but let's just say vision. I don't want to be too spiritual. Um, I'm the type of person I like to use little things to, I like to just go so deep with just little things. So I remember recently I was making tea. Okay. And you know, tea, normal tea, you heat the hot water, sure. put the tea bag in your cup and you pour right. the hot water in it. And I remember as I began to pour the hot water, something was speaking to me and was just giving me a life lesson out of it that do you realize that it takes hot water to make tea and not cold water? That's how life is. If you're not, if, if you're not put into certain situations, you're not able to be like, you won't get the best out of you because sometimes you put cold, I've never seen a situation where you pour cold water on tea and then you on a tea bag and you get the tea, you pour hot water on it. So sometimes when you're going through difficult times and it seems very hot it's not meant to break us, but it's meant to bring the best out of us. So that's my little tea analogy. Um, I hope it made sense, but. No, it makes total sense. You're absolutely, it makes total sense. And you're absolutely mm -hmm. right. I uh, you know, the, and you know, the harder the water, the better the tea. You're right. The sweeter <laughs> it is too. And it, yeah, the more hot it is, you're able to extract more yes. um, tea out of it. Yep. Yes. Yep. So, yep. so yeah, that, that's really the point of what we're talking about here. Just keep going and. Uh, don't give up, build your endurance, build your character and yeah. stay resilient above everything else. Stay resilient. Yeah. Yes. You fall down seven, you get up eight. Awesome. There you eight go. Eight. There you go. <laughs> uh, look, I appreciate this, man. It's awesome chatting and, and, and sharing. I, and, uh, I encourage you to keep pushing ahead. I mean, I certainly will. And, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll just make this world a better place as we all strive to maintain that high level of audaciousness. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you very much, Audley, for having me on the Audacious Podcast. Excited to be here. Take care. Okay, you too. Bye. 
You know, when I started this podcast, it really was done with the sole intention of providing value. And, and I absolutely mean it when I say each and every episode that I want to help people live their best audacious life ever. So when mommy came to me and said that she really wanted to be on the podcast, there was absolutely no way that I was going to turn her down. And like I said, I'm so glad that she was able to roll through, uh, provide her thoughts and insights. Um, uh, it was great to share. And I, and I really appreciate, I hope that all of you appreciated, uh, uh, some of the things that she had to say. Um, Mame, thank you again. Uh, I appreciate your insights. I appreciate you taking the time and spending it on the Audacious Living podcast. Uh, and speaking of appreciation, I also want to extend that to the viewers and the listeners. Uh, and I appreciate you. This has been a great ride thus far here in the early going. And all of you are a big reason why the ongoing support and encouragement has been fantastic. And you're one of the reasons why uh, this ride has been so awesome. So my salute and thanks to you. Uh, be sure to check us out uh, at bestaudaciouslife.com. Uh, you certainly can catch up with past episodes uh, and be connected to all things uh, audacious living. Uh, but otherwise, we have reached the end of an, another episode. And again, thank you for tuning in. Thanks for giving us some of your day. And until next time, stay safe, be kind, show love to others, and be audacious. You've been listening to the Audacious Living Podcast, hosted by Audley Stevenson. If you enjoyed what you heard, be sure to like, subscribe, and share. Until next time, be audacious.